We're now going to come to our reading, and I'm going to ask John again to come and bring to us the reading for this morning. Our reading this morning is taken from Psalm 57. Have mercy on me, my God, have mercy on me, for in you I take refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. I cry out to God Most High, to God who vindicates me. He sends from heaven and saves me, rebuking those who hotly pursue me. God sends forth his love and his faithfulness. I am in the midst of lions. I am forced to dwell among ravenous beasts, men whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. They spread a net for my feet. I was bowed down in distress. They dug a pit in my path, but they have fallen into it themselves. My heart, O God, is steadfast. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. Awake my soul. Awake my harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love, reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. We ask God's blessing, God's blessing on this reading of his word. Amen. And so we come now to look at the passage that John read for us earlier on, Psalm 57. We're looking at a new series um, to face the coronavirus, and it's I'm looking at psalms of crises, psalms that you find written in those 150 songs of the uh, of the um, the old covenant um, that describe situations of conflict and difficulty that the writer went through. And today, as John read for us, we're looking at Psalm chapter 57. And the first question this raises for us is this: Who do you run to? in times of trouble? Is it your mother, your best friend, a special confidant who has been your advisor for years? Or perhaps it's just that person who will sit down with you, offer you a cup of tea and a listening ear. Often when we run to people for help, our needs are quite simple. We want to be listened to. We want to be comforted and perhaps even we want to be helped. You'll be forgiven if you felt that these are normally feminine qualities. Men are not generally known to be good at listening. And um, many men would probably not wish to be described as cuddly. These are more feminine qualities than male. So what about going to God in a crisis? We refer to him as our Heavenly Father. So is he stuck with that male limit on listening? Will he be standoffish? reluctant to comfort when we simply need to be picked up and held. Well, this was certainly not the opinion held by one of the greatest soldiers of the ancient world, the man who would later become King David of Jerusalem. He was a valiant fighter, a great warrior, and he drew many men to his ranks, wanting to serve along such a great, courageous and inspiring general. But before he was ever crowned king, he was a fugitive been hunted by the violent and paranoid King Saul. Saul, who saw David's great skill as a warrior and his ability to lead men as a threat to his kingdom, to his throne and to his power. 
And so we read in the Old Testament that Saul tried many times to kill David and finally forced him to flee the royal palace and to hide in a cave. This poem was written, Psalm 57 was written about these events. And the cave was called the Cave of Adullam. And you can read about it in 1 Samuel chapter 22. And this psalm is about the emotional state of David as he fled for his life to shelter in that rocky hideout. In fact, the title of the psalm reads this. It says, For the director of music to the tune of Do Not Destroy of David and Mitcham when he had fled from Saul into the cave. And so David composes his psalm while he's fleeing, while he's running into the cave. And the first thing I want you to see in this psalm is this, the hunted, the hunted. David's life was in jeopardy. He was running away to preserve it. In fact, he tells his best friend Jonathan before he left Jerusalem, he says this in 1 Samuel 20, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, there is only a step between me and death. David is saying he's very, very close to death, only a step between him and death. David was living life on the edge with a clear and present threat to his life. And so he goes into a cave to hide. And this, social this is social isolation, isn't it, at its best? Going into a cave and perhaps some of you are treating your homes as caves this morning. A dark place to hide in until the danger passes and the threat goes away. Like the coronavirus, this threat was all around David. He describes his pursuers as, as, as like a pack of ravenous beasts. He writes in verse 4, I'm in the midst of lions, I'm forced to dwell among ravenous beasts, into whose teeth, whose teeth are spears and arrows, and whose tongues are sharp swords. You can feel the pressure on David and he writes this. His chases, chasers lapping at his feet, panting in that chase. You can sense them sniffing around the cave, saliva dripping from their fangs. Unreasonable, blood-hungry brutes coming in for the kill, their fangs exposed, sharp and ready. Then the picture changes slightly. From mindless monsters to skilled hunters who were trying to trap David, he writes in verse 6, They spread a net for my feet. I was bowed down in distress. They dug a pit in my path. You see, in this psalm, David is the hunted. He is the prey. His life is under serious threat and he's trying to find a sanctuary. But a cave is a pretty inhospitable place. It's often the lair of the bear, the shelter of snakes and other deadly creatures. I'm not sure I'd want to run straight into a cave for shelter. Caves can be pretty inhospitable places. Places with little comfort, damp and dark. But it's not the cave that David is really trying to seek or to find shelter in. It's his Lord for he writes in verse 1, Have mercy on me, O God. Have mercy on me, for in you I take refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. The cave is a convenient place for David to hide, but it is God he has really run into. And he uses an unusual metaphor to describe God. He says in verse 1, I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster 
has passed. Here we find David describing God as a mother, a, a mother bird who shelters her chicks safe within her wings, guarding them from all threats and the dangers around them. But God is a mother bird sheltering his chicks. You see, God is not male in the traditional sense. In Genesis, we're told that he made us both male and female in his image. He made us in his image, male and female. So both masculinity and femininity reflect the divine image and the nature of God. And so God is a great listener. He has all those wonderful feminine qualities and the good masculine qualities too. And God wants to hold us close like a mother bird. And David's comfort is not in the darkness and security of the cave, but in the loving embrace of his God. This is not the only place in the Bible where God is described as a mother God. Psalm 17 reads this, Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. Psalm 36, How priceless is your unfailing love, O God! People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. Psalm 61, I long to dwell in your tent forever and take refuge in the shelter of your wing. And that wonderful Psalm 91. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. That dank, dark cave was an austere place but a place in which David could find faith and peace in the presence of his God, the God he worshipped. Right in the middle of his cry for help, in the centre of his prayer, he breaks into spontaneous praise. He shouts in verse 5, Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. And you can imagine his voice echoing off those stony walls. You see, it's in God's embrace that he finds hope. And so in the, under the shadow of God's wings, his fears turn to faith and his faith turns to praise. We need to find hope in God today. You're not going to find your peace watching ever sliver, every sliver of news coverage of this virus and all the statistics being banded around. That's the surest way to depress you and to lose your sense of peace. And you're not going to find security and hiding away in a dark place until the threat has passed you by. We need to be active in seeking peace. And that comes from going to the Prince of Peace and asking him to cover us with his wings. To shelter in his embrace and in faith get to know this God who is and what he's really like. He is not some medieval myth concocted by Dante or some cosmic tyrant or some imbecilic ancient creator now in the last stages of dementia. As the threat of COVID-19 is real, so God is very, very real. And he is there for you in this crisis as only you run and find shelter under his wings. But faith doesn't come easily, it requires effort. And here too we find David the warrior giving himself a bit of a pep talk. He writes in verse 7, My heart, O God, is steadfast. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. It's as if he's saying, I will be steadfast. I will trust. I will not give in to my fears and my doubts. I will remain true. 
And then he says that he will sing and make music, not any music, but praise music. I remember my mother telling me many years ago, when she got scared in the dark, that she used to sing Christian songs and hymns. And I can testify to the power of praise and singing to God in worship. Having served in the military for 25 years, there's been many times when my life has been under very real threat, and I found great comfort in focusing not in my surroundings, but focusing upon God in prayer and singing praise songs to him, distracting myself. And as I distract myself and look to him, my faith grows as I see how great and mighty he is and how big those wings are. David finds peace in God, so much so that he drifts into a deep sleep. And that's the last thing we see, is not just the hunted, but we see the rested. The rested. I wonder if you have trouble sleeping in this crisis, or in leaving your home to shop or go to work, leaving you in a state of anxiety as you walk the streets or the shopping aisles. Faith is the best sleeping draught you can take. Committing yourself to God, as David did that night in the cave at Abdullam. The psalmist writes in Psalm 4 verse 8, In peace I will lay down and sleep, for you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. And so David writes in this psalm, in verses 8 to 10, he says this, Awake, my soul. Awake, harp and lyre, I will awaken the dawn. He has slept. He has come into this, this tomb seeking God. He has found shelter under the shadow of God's wings. And so he sleeps. And then when he wakes up, he wants to shout and awaken the dawn. He awakes full of energy and prays so much, he wants to shout and waken everyone else up. He's sheltered under God's wings in faith and emerges from those feathers full of energy and full of worship. And because God is a God who loves him, but not just him, but loves others, David wants to tell the whole world about this God. He writes in verse 9, I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. Why? Because God's love is not just for him. It's not just for me. It's not just for you. It's for everyone. And then David makes that wonderful statement in verse 10. For great is your love reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. It reaches the very heavens. So there's plenty of it for everyone. We've just celebrated Easter in the church and our society tends to celebrate it more in chocolate than it does in faith. And it seems that the greater love you have for someone, the bigger the chocolate egg you will buy them to display the extravagance of your love, but you can't get more extravagant than God because his love literally stretches to the sky and back. God loves every one of you watching this message today. And he wants you like the great warrior King David to find shelter in his arms under the shadow of his wings. Don't battle with fear and sleepless nights, surrounded by doubts, with worry nipping at your heels. Come to the cave of Abdullah with David and nestle in the warmth of God under his wing, under his care, under his love. Amen.